Bacon, no bacon, no bacon, no bacon, bacon no, no bacon. Podcast. All right, everybody. You won't believe it. Technical difficulties again that uh, made us uh, lose 45 minutes. Is it 45? 32. We're all right. We're doing well, Yeah, man. but we started talking about this at 11.30, so. <laughs> this is the, it's the new world, man. We're in the digital uh, landscape of how everything takes forever to set up and connection and difficulties. And One day, man. stealing from me. People are stealing from you. My little, I can't show it on screen because it's plugged into the camera, but the little Apple toggle thing. Yeah. That's what went missing. And Reese is like, I have one. You want to borrow it? I'm like, motherfucker, is it, if this is mine. I got to oh, break my it's name the, on that uh, shit. Okay, okay. The plug that goes into your Apple iPhone that you can plug a, a earpiece, uh, like a yeah. head, headphones into. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, what a pain in the ass. I'm sure because you all have the same phone, right? You all need yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the fucking thieves. Those children of yours. <laughs> yeah, anyway, I'm fucking annoyed. I don't know. Who knows, man? It's hard to... Oh, shit. What? I just remembered where it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I just, I fucking basically told my son I wish I'd never had him. <laughs> <laughs> just because he lost the fucking dongle? Because I fucking was sure he was lying to me about stealing it, but it was probably the nervous energy I was feeling. Oh, was probably man. because I was punching shit and fucking throwing shit. He's probably crying in his room right now. He's probably devastated. You really ruined feel his. I should take a time out and go say I'm sorry. Uh, you want to take a time out? Yeah. Let's take a time out for good parenting purposes. I went all the way upstairs. And he's he left. The place that I was going to look is right here on my lap. Right oh. My oh, I thought you went to go apologize to him. Well, I want to make sure it is where I think it is before <laughs> I apologize. You don't want to. Is it there? All right. Now you can apologize to him. Apology tour. Before you didn't. You didn't want to take that chance in case I wasn't it's still. The gun. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have to make sure before you apologize. All right. Let him. Okay, right let back. him. You're gonna go get. You're gonna go apologize. Just so everyone's clear, I didn't hit anybody or anything. I was just fucking mad that I couldn't find my thing, and it's my fault, and I have to apologize. Hold on. <laughs> <clears throat> Sometimes it's good for kids to be afraid a little bit. That's what I was <clears throat> gonna say. You should almost let it simmer in for an hour, and then uh, yeah, and then maybe talk no, to him I'm, after. When I'm let wrong, I'm wrong. Sit I'm with his go. emotions. Yeah, so go, go ahead. So. Yeah, you go ahead and you tell him. Uh, you tell him you're sorry for okay, yeah. ruining his Friday. To kind of prepare. This time I was wrong, but in general, you're all wrong. Go <laughs> That's kind of how the apology is going to go. That's how it's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I wish we could hear it. I wish he would have brought his, uh, somehow could have brought all of his audio equipment with him. A wireless mic would have been perfect at this time. Man, if we were the Ellen show, if we had uh, the budget of the Ellen show right now, we could have easily set that up. I don't know if. There's cigarette is burning in an ashtray, or did Derek start a small fire? <laughs> Man, this guy's all over the place. That garage is a mess. Look at all that craft dinner. What is that? Orville Redenbacher's? Jesus. Man, that can't be good for anyone's health. I think there's a small fire happening. Call is that calls. Was he so there? I get up he, there and he to left, apologize. And he called you a huh? fuckface. What did he, he say? He took my TV into his room. Like, what the what, fuck? From, from your bedroom? 
Yeah. So he so he, so he he said he didn't take your dongle. Your but little he took thing, my but, television. But he took your television. No, I'm just kidding. He didn't do that. Uh, I was just trying to make the that. It actually would have been really long pause entertaining. It actually would have been uh, great if he did. If he was like, you know what, fuck dad, I'm going to take his TV yeah, and show take, him I'm what I really can all. take. I'm taking it all. <laughs> you go up after an hour, and the whole house is in his room. <laughs> I fucking punched the pantry, and I really hurt my hand too. Why would you get so violent and upset, uh, dude? It's been a fucking crazy week, and it's frustrated. I eh? can I cope with big big problems. I cope with them great. Poor kids. The little thing is always the thing that just catch me off guard, and I fucking lose my mind. Yeah, and it's end a up very, breaking yeah. a lot of my own shit. You got to watch it, man. Because I don't take hit a breath. my children, so I have to hit something. Take a breath, man. Just take a breath. Breathe. Breathe, man. Yeah. <laughs> now my daughters, I sent a very snarky fucking text to them. Who the fuck took my toggle for my iPhone? And they're both like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> and now they're answering me, and they're like, no. <laughs> you should let them hang, right. too. Maybe I'm making they'll... myself out to be a scary kind of dad. I'm not. I'm not scary. I'm... <laughs> No, you're I'm just, you're uh, uh, you're all right. I give you six out of ten. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you're a good dad. <sighs> you get a passing grade in Quebec. <laughs> you get sixty percent. Jesus. Uh, uh, yesterday, actually, to bring up like a fucking less than uh, model parenting moment. Uh, well, it's not less than model, but just to see, because I got my bill for my life insurance yesterday. Okay. And uh, I'm like, what the fuck? A thousand dollars? Like every, like, I'm I'm in my late 40s now, right? So it's expensive. Are you paying to stay alive? Yeah. (laughs) That that I wouldn't mind paying for. If there was a way to just pay to extend your life despite all the poor life decisions, that's hilarious. I'd sign up for that in a minute. Why was it a thousand dollars? Because I'm getting old and I smoke. See. You pay a thousand dollars? What? Not a month? A year? No, a year. Yeah, yeah. Okay. A year. <laughs> Jesus, a year. it's a lot of money to stay alive. But I was like telling the kids, I'm like, why the fuck would I pay this? This is <laughs> for if I die. You guys should be paying for this. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> what did they say? Like before my dad died, I actually picked. I started paying for his life insurance. Really? And I only paid one month, and then he died. It was like, <laughs> like a real fucking hero but <laughs> man the sega household is, has got some stories let me tell you that's hilarious but yeah and then like i'm telling you, them what it is and i'm like yeah it's two hundred thousand dollar of coverage and it costs a thousand dollars a month and they're like well does nan then my daughter of course smart ass fucking doesn't want to she just really doesn't want to give me any money i don't know what why <laughs> she doesn't work she doesn't go to school but she refuses to pay any, she, you know, she can live her, anyway, she's like, well, does Nana pay for her life insurance? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't even know if Nana has life insurance. She's fucking in her late 70s. See, she, that would be like $20,000 a year. Yeah. You know? And I mean, and she's. like, what? And I'm yeah. like, well, yeah, because there's no way, she's not going to live another 100 years, you know what I mean? They can't. Yeah. Eventually, and, the insurance company want to make money, you know? But I think like, but how does it work? Like, uh, does, you have to keep paying i guess because you didn't pay like the like is there a, a a wall that you hit like after a certain amount of time they go okay well you paid it out so you don't owe us no, or you can there keep is, paying there is 
there are policy like that. There's ones that you can convert to cash even. You can my dad had one like that. Okay. That he converted into cash. Um I don't even know if they, they used to do that in the olden days back when Sounds like know. a chip reverse mortgage. Yeah, kind of thing. But yeah. uh I don't know if you can still do that. I forget what they're called. My dad had one though. I know he cashed it out. Okay. Um but uh no now it just they price you out eventually they price you out like so at 48 it's costing me a thousand dollar a year for 200,000 in coverage so if you think about it in 50 oh yeah 50 year that would that would pay off that doesn't make sense yeah so like how does it work like if you want to stop paying it like do you lose or do they go yeah you got zero coverage that's it you just so at 48 it costs me a thousand a year yeah huh all that money to, that you've donated this whole time or kept putting into it, it just disappears? Well, people that live to old age, that's generally yeah. what happens. Yeah, because because when you get to a certain age, uh, life insurance. So right now at 48, it cost me $1,000 to be covered for 200000 payback okay. to, to the kids. So what if you live to like 85? Yeah, what what happens then? If I was 78, it would cost me probably $20,000 a year. So then because let, so you're not going to do imminent. it. So you'll so you'll definitely just say I'm not going to pay it. That's too expensive. And then you right. lose all that money that you've already yeah. put in. Yeah. Well, now that doesn't sound like a great deal. Well, no, but it's in it's in insurance. It's in case something happened. Like if I was to die today, mm-hmm. my kids would be fucked. So this two hundred thousand dollars would buy them a year or two of okay. trying to figure out how to be responsible. Right? For okay. 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 You're just when gonna I'm do in it my seventies, the kids will yeah. be in their thirties and forties. Yeah, you don't need it. If they haven't figured it out by then, well, tabarnak, it's not my problem anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I get it. Yeah, that still seems crazy, man. So, so on that logic, that? though, there must there must still be the kind of insurance that you're talking about where you where it's like a bonded thing where you can cash some of it out. You know what's crazy is because like 200,000 is probably a set like you know you probably went with that number cuz that's the pricing of like houses and stuff and all that like it costs a well, lot now. Are you I've, in you're an actor, right? Yeah. So this it's with them. So in the actor fraternal oh. benefit thing. So if you're at the bronze level? Yeah. Well, I have the do RSPs. Have, do you have medical with them too? Yes, I do, yeah. Okay. So you have a $50,000 life insurance policy built into your benefit package. Oh, nice. So I just added, um, well, oh, I mean, you... built in. You have to check it off. You would have to select it because right. there is a, um, but I, I think have, that yeah. at your age probably costs, uh, you know, $80 a year. Okay. Plus, you know, so like, you know, at the end of the year, they tell you how much you've paid for actor or if you didn't right. work enough that you have a balance to pay. Right, so yeah. you have to pay $180 to top yourself up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Part of that is a life insurance if you check that off, if you chose it. Okay. Which you should. For $50,000, it's like I said, it costs you like 60, 70 bucks a year at your yeah. age. And that way, like, Carolyn, if something happens, you have 50 grand to kind of figure shit out. Yeah, to fucking. Um, but I opted for Go an on extra 150000 to because 50000 split three ways isn't very good. Anyway, so I opted for another 150000 and it cost when I signed up for it. It was uh, five hundred forty dollars. So when I was your age, because yeah. I've had it for about ten years, uh, when I was your age, it cost five hundred and forty a year. Now it in my forties, it cost a thousand seventy-two dollars. Yeah, wow, that's crazy. 
Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of money when you add it up. Like, I wonder, like, w- would it have just been more profitable to, like, do something with that money? Like, just put that money yes. in a bank account throughout this if I would time. Have, exactly. If I would have put, so, say or, like, it's been buy a piece years, of land or something that it just sits say, there. Yeah, well, that's what I'm trying to do right now, even though, like, I'm... Uh, I've been so stressed lately. I think my daughter and my girlfriend, Jamie and Angela, both said, um, we think you're in a midlife crisis. Things are really, you're really all over the place these days. Well, I think... And I'm like, midlife? Fuck, yeah. would I ever love to live to 96? That would be great. <laughs> that it's would an end-of-life crisis right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just joking. You'll be around So anyway, getting back to years. what I was saying, what brought what brought all this up was that I told the kids, I'm like, you guys should be paying your, the fucking life insurance. If right. you do March 1st, if I don't have it, I'm canceling it. And they're like, well, why would we pay for that? Does Nana pay for her and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you guys are just being dicks about it. I was hoping they would say, okay, Dad, yeah, for sure. Don't talk about dying. It doesn't, uh, no, they're both like, fuck that. I'm not paying it. And I'm what? like, yeah. And she, and so Jamie, so taking the high road, I was, it was kind of a sociological test I was doing with the kids. Jamie's <laughs> like, it's not right that you would ask a 15 year old kid to pay that. I'm like, you're right. You should probably step up and pay her part too. And, yeah. and then she's like trying to take the high road with me. I'm like, yeah, you're right. You should pay it. And then she's like, well, then I get to keep her part too. I'm like, look at the, so who's the, you're questioning yeah. my morality. You're trying to steal the money from your 15 year old sister. You bitch. That's hilarious. Well, I think she's anyway, just looking. She's trying it. to protect her pay. investment is what she's doing. She's not trying to steal it. She's trying to protect her investment. Right. I got to rethink my will, actually, because Jamie, she turned. <laughs> she just turned 21. After In my that? will, I had it that my mother was the uh, executor of my will until Jamie turned 21, and then Jamie would be the executor of my will, basically. So she decided to manage oh, my estate for, the, for her brother and sister. But now I realize she is a self-serving little shithead. I gotta That's hilarious. Think that she's just Maybe gonna put Reese there. Well, why wouldn't you just split it between the three of them? It is, but like if I was to die today, Andy is t- too young, so Jamie would manage the whole thing. Hmm. What's the age? Like, I is it eighteen or sixteen? None of them can get the cash until I'm twenty-five. Until they're until they're twenty five. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. until they're twenty five. Yeah, right. So Jamie would manage what they do get. Like they'd only get the lump sum and do with it what they want at twenty five. Jamie would be the one to decide what they get now. But I realized she'd probably be like, "Yeah, hey, you know what? You probably need a hundred thousand dollars, and let's just take that out and give it to me. Though I'll take care of it, and then she'll fucking <clears throat> great age to be at. I wish I could go back at the that age and just the stuff I know now and like the things that oh man. Well, you plus know, the with the actual kids facts of things. You were smart. You bought land. Yeah, I I kind of don't give myself enough credit for some of the roads I've I did set up. But I kind I like now that I know more, I probably would have done more and just. I mean, I'm still young, but it's not like uh, you know, like it. It's when you get older, you see these things. You start to like, yeah. oh man, you know what? I shouldn't have. Maybe I should have gotten a little extra. Maybe I should have done more. Maybe I shouldn't have. But again, whatever you live life, you you have a good time, you enjoy yourself, you know, you do things. So, but yeah, yeah land right is a great like, thing, man. Land is. I great. forget who it was that sent that email. I know you saw the email, the one that p- person that said the uh, the Panderic retreat or whatever. This would be the perfect. Right, Panderic. we did get an email. Yeah, I was talking about getting a cottage. It was perfect. Everything about Derek it was fucking perfect. And Emily, I think. Emily. Uh, Derek and Emily. It's a it's a joint account. I think that's what it said. 
Well, yeah, thank you Derek for that, sent because... Derek or Emily, one of them. I can't, I don't remember who signed it. Sent us a uh, yeah, Derek a, a cottage in the woods that was for sale. And actually, on the way up to uh, where I go fishing to my fishing camp, so it would have been like a, a great. Oh, pit are stop. you that way? You're up north. Up north, yeah. Northwest, yeah. North, okay. north, like uh, yeah, north, Latouk. Okay, like not Quebec City way, but no, the, no, no, north, yeah, yeah. north, yeah. Past Tremblant, yeah, it's a fun yeah, yeah. Uh, past Tremblant, that's it. It was two hours and forty minutes from here, and I, I checked it. I, I loved it so much. I keep checking it, showing the kid. This is what I'm talking about. This is exactly because it's exactly. It was a hundred acres. Yeah, hundred acres, fifty acres. It was fifty acres and uh, um, a lake. Although even the beach of the lake wasn't clear, it's like there was marshiness to get to the lake. But whatever, I could deal with that. Yeah. Um, Anyway, it was perfect. It was perfect. It had a, se- a separate building. It was perfect. Whoever Derek and Emily, thank you so much. It's perfect. Uh, it's and far, the price but too. It's nice. The price too was in the area. I don't know where what's I, up there. I was thinking. Yeah, I don't know if there's like a. Uh, I don't know a lot of like maybe biker dudes or something like because there's like if you look up that way, there's some really, really nice like houses, cottages, but houses almost like in the woods. Yeah. There's really like that one was really nice. Like you know, if you're yeah. thinking you live out there that, all the way out that way, like what are you doing? Unless I guess you work in forestry or something. I think I'd probably want a rifle too. I'd probably want to get a. Oh, buddy, go get your hunting license. Wait, can you do that? Yeah, why a, not? with a, with a felony record, can you get it? Can you have a? I don't know what? if you're allowed with a. Fe- yeah, well, I think it's wait, you're not a crime, convicted. Right? You'd have to yeah, have a... you're not like a. You, you didn't go to jail, did you? <laughs> No. I don't know how it works. I don't know what the. I don't think. I feel like now. I feel like if you're a free man, you're okay, and you don't have any violent uh, criminal past. Yeah, no or anything violent like crime. Right? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. do. Well, they'll do a background check. So that's they'll. If you're allowed to go to the states, and I don't think there's a problem with you having a hunting rifle. Okay, good. Like I feel like that would be more like kind of the the limit of like if you if there was like for whatever reason the the border was like you're not allowed then I'd be like yeah they probably won't give you a, a license. Right. <laughs> but I think you can go for uh go get your uh your hunting license and your rifle license. Yeah, it's, living in I the mean, bush like that I think I'd want to have a Oh, for sure. Like you yeah. said not so much for the wildlife but I know my buddy had a cottage in Rodden before Rodden got bigger. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, the bikers were using the, the land around there to to grow weed. Yeah. Before this, like right as hydroponic was the indoor growing was becoming right. thing, you would still growing outside is still way cheaper, right? You'd right. Go yeah. Outside, go check on it twice a year, and <clears throat> and you have a recall. But uh, yeah, <laughs> like you know, those guys walking around your land all the time would be like. They yeah, I'd be able to come stay the night. Fuck you! I need a rifle to um, <laughs> beat them over the head with. Uh, I don't I'd think it's going to be that. W- yeah, I don't think it'll be that wild out there. I'd be more <laughs> worried about just having it for the sake of having it. You know, you get a whatever. Yeah, in just case. to have over over the door, just to have over the door. Right. Be like fucking look. I'm Mostly a for noise. In case someone, but we're not in. A, I don't know. I wonder what it's like. I mean, I know uh, people are. Uh, when you're in the bush, people are more, it's a little bit riskier because, yeah, you don't, there's no one around. Yeah. There's no cops, there's no nothing. So you're on Can't your own. Run to the neighbors and be like, my daughter's choking. I think that's why, like, a lot of Canadians are pretty upset with the gun laws. I think, like, the ones that are, like, lawful gun owners, because, yeah, it is annoying that you can't, 
Like they keep strict making it stricter and stricter for the like legal gun owners, but like illegal gun crime and stuff like that is not going down. It's only going up. And it's like, yeah. that's what you need to change. It's like maybe fix something up with the, maybe if you have, you get caught with an illegal gun, maybe you should do some fucking hard time. Maybe that should be a thing that they should. Yeah. Is it not already a major? I don't, it's Canada, man. You get away with so much shit. Like they, there was a thing the other day, I think like you always see those articles of like a violent criminal gets let loose after two years and you're like, what? That's it. He did two years and he's out. Like, you know, they let people just, I mean, look at, I mean, the whole thing with like Carla Homolka, that was a huge one. She got out. She was yeah. living in town. Dude, she was living in Shattuck. It was all over the news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was bringing her kids to school. She, actually, she tried to join the PTA or something. Yeah, she Shattuck. tries to get in the yeah. school, like, like to help out with the school board and stuff. And mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I don't yeah, know. I certain, mean, maybe I you change, but that's crazy. Should, certain mistakes you should have to live with for the rest of your life. Well, at least you shouldn't be allowed to freely join a fucking school program. You know, like right. you could go back to living your life maybe somewhere further out where we don't have to see you and you don't freak the shit out of everybody because you're a murderer. And then, uh, <laughs> you know, just leave everyone alone because I think everyone's freaked out about you. Nobody wants to like see their kid. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't have a kid, but I'm like, if I fucking Carla Homolka was had her kid at my school, yeah. I don't know, man. It's pretty sketchy. Yeah, weird. I mean, I, again, yeah, maybe she changed, but fuck, that's it wasn't a like you know wasn't a small crime. No, I know. It wasn't a guy dark. getting caught with an illegal weapon. Yeah, you know, dark. But uh, yeah, the the gun laws in. But you should go get your uh, your rifle. Then we can go hit up the shooting range sometime, especially in the summer. Yeah, there's a good one I think up in. Uh, Tear bun or something. I haven't gone yet, but I want to go with someone. And you could shoot rifles there? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cheap, too. Yeah. It's an outdoor one. And then there's another one, I think, in Huntington or Hemingford I've been to. Uh, it's like a shooting club. That's a fancy one. That's a nice one. Yeah. Uh, I really don't. I don't like guns at all, but it's something about living in the bush makes me feel like I should have. Yeah. Something. I'm not a fan of it if you're not using it for anything other than like, yeah, you're living in the bush or you're going out to the bush. I mean, when oh, you're even hunting, the... I'm not. A, I'm not into hunting. I'm, get, I'm a carnivore. I eat meat and everything. I'm just. I don't know something about the desire to go out and kill something, even if it's to eat it. It's, well, it's just not, not for desire. me. I don't judge other people. I don't judge other people. I just. Yeah. I, I'm traumatized. I think when I was like 15 or 14 or something, uh, my buddy was a big hunter. So he okay. and his father they would hunt uh, bow and arrow. Okay. But they had all the rifles. They would, the bow yeah, and arrow yeah. was the the thing of that summer or whatever. Yeah. But they had all the rifles and all period. that stuff. Yeah. So he had pellet guns and all that and and his bow and arrow. So we it was like late fall, so say November, the golf course was closed and he lived right beside the golf course. So we went out there, him with his bow and arrow, and he gave me and Chad pellet guns. And I remember he was waiting for a gopher to come out of his hole and I was just bored with the pellet gun and there was like a bird on the the grass, you know, whatever, you know, picking at worm or whatever. Yeah. It was a blue jay. I remember it was a blue jay. Aww. And I'm like, oh, that's why I could see it probably so well from where I was. I was far. I was like 100 yards away. Yeah. And I was just like playing like I thought I would shoot and scare it away. Or whatever. Fuck, didn't I hit it from 100 yards away with a pellet gun? Really? And so it didn't kill it. It was just suffering. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, <laughs> what the fucking poor thing? And my friend Mark, the hunter, just walked up and fuck, shut up. And he just stuck the arrow right through the fucking thing's face. 
I'm like, oh, oh my god, what have I done? Well, he put it out of its misery, but yeah, don't yeah. fucking do that. That's a know, that's a crime right there, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> I think no, you got to. But you were a kid, yeah. Right. You were you were a kid. <laughs> revoked. Are, I'm revoked. Those are child. Uh, no, there's a lot. I mean, that's I don't it's like that. That's the things I don't like is when people, uh, you know, especially like people who just shoot for the sake of shooting and. I would love. I. I mean, I'm. I'm not one to talk too much about hunting because I've never gone hunting yet. But I have. Uh, I like fishing mo- mostly more. Um, but I would love to try and go. That's why. But no one does it anymore. Like our generation. Yeah. Like I have no friends that have any interest. And I'm like, guys, let's anyone. Does anyone want to go? Nobody. Nobody has any interest. And unless mm. you live in the woods or you're like, you know, you're a small town. Small town people love it. But it's hard to find like and friends at the city. To them, it's a way of life. They've been doing it since they were yeah. two, and their dad did it since he was two. And it's super it's interesting. A- like if you're really, you know, it's a if you ever like if you're interested in stuff like that, like Meat Eater. You ever see the show Meat Eater on Netflix? It's on Netflix. Mm. No, it's a great so. show, and the guy really teaches you. Uh, the host really teaches you, like, like he's it's good because not every episode does he catch something. Most hunting shows, it's like they always catch. And yeah. that's not the case. So at least this show, I like that, that he'll take you out. And sometimes he comes so close and he misses or he just didn't have the right shot. So he didn't take it. So he teaches you like pretty good etiquette, which is something okay. I like. So people don't, I think the biggest thing with like a lot of hunters, a lot of like, there's a lot of hotheads in the, in, in that like feel like that, like hunting as well. So that's where it gets a bad rap, I think. Yeah, and then there's the really but there's bad a lot of people lions and tigers and yeah. Did you hear about those people, the rich people that were hiring helicopters and going up in the helicopter with automatic? Oh rifles yeah, I believe and it. Hunting caribou like that, like oh, with an Uzi. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, oh no, terrible. that's not nice. Yeah, they went to jail though. It was good. There's a the lot of helicopter guy lost his yeah, license and his. his there's yeah, a lot of poaching that happens. I, I've been hearing that. I think over the years too. There's a lot of caribou poaching that happens. Uh, Again, because it's mostly in remote areas, and then they load up the trucks. I remember a few years ago they found a, they stopped a truck and found it like filled with carcasses, Jesus. of like yeah, of like all the meat. They just cut it up and then they leave everything there. They leave all the guts. I've, I remember seeing it. Yeah, you're right. They probably do that. They probably just fucking wipe them out. Because a friend of mine up north posted a picture and it was like four or five caribou just next to each other, all gutted and just they just took the the meat. So they they definitely poach and then they bring it down. I guess they sell it to restaurants. Restaurants, or, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what else bothered me about the, the guns in general? Like on TV, I don't know if, how often this happened in real life, but like when they just shoot up in the air, it's always bothered me. Yeah, just shoot straight, especially in the city. When you're out in the bush, okay, fine. See on but Yellowstone, even, yeah. that show I've been watching. Yeah. When you're in the city and you shoot up in the air, like machine guns, yeah. sometimes like. Yeah, I've like, seen those. It's gonna yeah. come down sometime. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, the chances it'll hit someone, I guess, is not as uh, not that high, but it's very dangerous. It's stupid. Yeah. It just is, it's reckless. That's the thing. That's what gives it a bad rap. That's what gives guns I think it's a bad rap. That that People combined that are with the story when I was a kid uh, that they used to say, if you drop the penny off the CN Tower, right, it would kill. It would you. go straight kill through someone, somebody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So now you're doing the machine. You're shooting like fucking yeah. hundred pennies in the air, like. <laughs> It's gonna come down. It's gonna go right through somebody. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't get what people your do lawn. that. Let's see, and you're fucking. <laughs> That's what happens. Just a just a farmer in the field, 
just gets fucking sniped out from a bullet. Well, yeah, that came in from the field though, the there's sky. much less chance. But when you're in the city, like if you go into Tokyo, I see, and you go, well, who's, in who's the firing rifles like that in Tokyo? On TV all the time, the fucking no, Yakuza yeah, I... or whatever the the the, the, the Jacuza. No, that's not the jacuzzi. What is that? <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> no, the Hokuza, Hakuza, the Japanese mafia. Okay, no, I don't know. There's a Japanese. No. I imagine there's a Japanese mafia. I didn't know. I didn't. I have yeah. no no. Uh, is there a movie on them? I should watch the Japanese mafia. <laughs> no, there's a. It's. I'm. I'm close. It's not the Jacuza. That sounds a little bit too when much I, like Jacuzzi, but Hakuza. Yeah. I think. Okay. The Hakuza is a. Uh, is like the, the Japanese, Japanese mafia. Word for mafia. I think. No, yeah, it's a, it's definitely a sketchy. You got to be careful, man. I think that's the thing. It, it hurts when you go up north because, like, I like the woods. I like that stuff, and I do get why. Uh, you know, you need a rifle, and you need you know, but people take advantage of it. Like, they make a mess up north sometimes, man. Like, dude, sometimes you're driving on like a road that's completely deserted, but you just see cans on the side of the road, and you're like, yeah. "Fuck, man!" Like, you couldn't keep your yeah. goddamn cans. You got to throw them on the side of the road, make a mess in the middle of nowhere where it's like pristine and beautiful and just dirty the place. Yeah. And then there's the other side of like people who like live in the city and uh, and like complain about, you know, oh my God, they're building houses everywhere and they're doing stuff. Everyone's complaining. I feel like you can't complain about low. I hate Progress. that. the. Well, uh, no, like the fact that like, especially if you have kids and you're like, the environment, it's getting ruined. It's like, yeah, but you're making more people. It's Of course, you're pe- where do you want those kids to live? The kids <laughs> have to these move garbage, out. These, stop having garbage factories, you asshole. Yeah, quit having these garbage <laughs> fucking factories. But I don't get why people complain about like, you know, um, in the city, it's, it's inevitable that like everything's getting knocked down and stuff. Like even here, man, I mean, they're building houses everywhere. They take old houses down, and the old houses were small, right? So there'd be a lot of trees on the property. And now they're just tearing down small houses. You know, People are swooping in, buying up all these small houses, tearing them down, building mansions building on ones. them, yeah. and there's no room left to put a tree. You know, you yeah, put one or two right trees. Across the street. Yeah, they right tore it all down, yeah, and they just built a mansion, and there used to be like 20 trees on that one property. And now they, yeah. the city mandated them to, they have to plant two. So it's like you're killing that's where I have a I I don't like it because you're you know if you want to spread out or whatever at least you can have more smaller housing more trees less pollution right but we go for like bigger houses less trees and then that just is a recipe for more pollution and then we're talking about we're trying to save the planet but everybody's yeah. buying like fast food garbage built houses that are just like you know <laughs> they look modern yeah. And My for some reason, that a Big Max for sure. <laughs> your house is built good. Oh, okay. No, you don't think so. Your house is built good. Yours is an older house. Yeah, yeah no, I'm so. talking about these new houses where they just like, dude, they just put them up and like you look at the interior. For some reason, always looks like I don't know a porn stars decorating these things. Like, what is it with these houses now? Like, you ever you watch like the news and everyone on like, uh, like living in the big cities or whatever, they do like a Skype in from their condo, and you're like, yeah. who's decorating your I don't know if you saw my Instagram. There was a lady on uh, CTV Morning, whatever it's called, a morning show, and she was given, uh, she was given a, um, like she was given tips on makeup or whatever. And her mantle behind her, uh, maybe I'll try and post a picture. The mantle behind her had a like a decor was like two triangle cones, and then on the other side was like a shaft 
with two balls at the bottom. It totally looked like a dick. And I'm like, <laughs> how is this on television? Nobody's like cutting that out. And why is that even on your mantle? Like, why is that a thing on your mantle? A guy, does- sent, a guy sent me, uh, I forget what it was on. It was on Instagram, I think. Uh, no, Facebook. It must have been Facebook. Sent me a thing. I'm going to try to find it and show you on screen. But uh, although I can't share my screen. Um, yeah, that's it. Show well, me this thing. It's uh guess how do I do this? It's uh <laughs> it's part of the uh Range Rover um or Land Rover Defender uh user owner manual. I can't see it. Okay. Where where it's telling you how to how to adjust the uh, uh your alignment? What is that? No, the uh trailer hitch. Oh, okay. I don't know if you could see. Oh, that's hilarious! <laughs> like fucking <laughs> jerk it. Uh, so to adjust the trailer hitch, you gotta jerk it and cup the ball. Just get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's you very important it that you cup the balls before you. Uh, before you connect yeah, the. Uh, before you connect the trailer hitch. <laughs> I just fucked up my whole setup here. That's hilarious. I uh, I don't. Um, recommend cupping any balls while you're connecting the trailer hitch you might squeeze your finger (laughs) uh but yeah you do have uh the range rover so what's the new with the the latest with the range rover buddy what's going on uh so i changed the alternator yeah and then it turns out that alternator was a dud and i lost all power i went to do the covid test that i had to do for the 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 bathers yeah yeah on the champlain bridge zero power no signal light no radio no fucking nothing the engine didn't die but it wasn't because oh, it's everything lucky. is electronic in there right so yeah. even the trend the gearbox even had no power so it was like put 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 and i fucking it died totally about one kilometer from the garage Oof. but i had i just changed the battery if you remember i changed the battery yeah. about a month ago so it was a brand new battery luckily so when it died it recharged itself a little bit that it, it was able to run the starter and i got it then I put put putted to the garage and yeah. So he was gonna get bought another. I bought the alternator used because it was a you know a fifth of the price. Yeah. Uh, so we got another alternator. But while I brought it in to bring the alternator, it's like, oh, your fucking bushings uh, on the back suspension, they're finished. So I changed those for you. So anyway, to, to fucking it cost me seven hundred bucks uh, again. I'm kind of tired of it. It's really like. Yeah, dude. I don't, fucking... I don't drive it. Every time I drive it, it costs me a thousand bucks. That's a fucking, I could rent a car. It'd yeah. be much cheaper than that. You know what I mean? A brand new car. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fucking so a shit bit, deal. I'm a little bit over it. But now everything's new on it, so I don't, <laughs> I don't want it. No, no, not everything is new. There's a no, lot right. of things left to break on that, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I don't want to talk too badly about it. It might be one of our listeners that buys it when I put it on GGG. Well, it depends <laughs> oh, it's on. Such a great, it's a joy. <laughs> depends what you want and what you're into like i i personally am not we've one... established that i'm in a midlife crisis so i <laughs> i well, want this kind of car <laughs> you might get somebody else who's in a midlife crisis that wants to buy it off yeah. of you <laughs> yeah i know i wouldn't uh i guess i don't know man i can't i don't i never never i can't see myself ever buying anything that if i look at a price tag of like a shock and it's two thousand dollars yeah. And I and I still have to change it myself? No, no, yeah. <laughs> no, that's not happening. 
That's crazy. No, it, was only, it was only $1,500. If you change it yourself, you save $500. $1,500 and you still change it yourself. That's crazy. Yeah. I can buy... I You probably have like a Toyota Highlander and you can buy all four shocks for $1,500. Oh, and there was a sensor too that he changed. I, that I did ask him to do. the sense, And the sensor was $218 just for the little relay thing. And I was like, tabarnak, it's a piece this big. Yeah. Are you serious? And he's like, well, fuck, don't, Toyota is even more expensive. I'm like, what? Really? Yeah, but yeah, but Toyota's not going to break. Like, it's going <laughs> to well, last my, a long time. That same sensor on my current, my, my Camry, yeah. I mean, it's been, it's the one right after the catalytic converter. The O2 sensor, okay, yeah. Yeah, it's been, yeah. It's been fucked forever, and, but yeah. it's fine, it runs. Like, having a check engine light on in my 2003 uh, Toyota Camry isn't as irritating as having a fucking check every light single on yeah, and then all these and other lights are going to start flashing at the same time because it's getting and a weird on the Range meaning. Rover on the Range Rover it you feel you you can feel the effect that it's having the fact yeah. so the the warning was uh, oxygen um, fuel oxygen mixture imbalance or something like that the sensor yeah. controls that how much oxygen it puts in the not yeah not a, i know it's not a carburetor but whatever mixing the oxygen it was off and it did affect the performance yeah on my 2003 camry that i put regular unleaded fuel in that's you know it i didn't feel the difference in performance so it's been on it's been on for like eight years that yeah my catalytic converter would need to be changed and that sensor would need the relay would need to be changed um where they put it in the Toyota. So not only is the relay more expensive in Toyota than Range Rover, but where to do it, you have to fucking take apart the engine because it's behind the catalytic converter. Really? So, yeah. So it's like a $1,000 job to get my check engine light to go off on the 2003 Camry. I'm like, I I can live with that. Sometimes I need to have a little bit of ambient light in the car. I don't know. But on my Range Rover, it's I don't want to say I've put so much money in this thing. I don't want a check engine light on ever. So anyway, I paid it. It was two hundred bucks. He did it while he was doing the other things and changing the uh, alternator. So yeah. So that's why we got to seven hundred dollars. Wow, that's crazy, man. Crazy, buddy. Crazy spending that fucking cash uh, on that. Change the subject. I know we're changing the. I'm all off and all over the place, but uh, I don't usually watch the Joe Rogan experience. Okay, but I find myself very uh, intrigued by Elon Musk these days, and uh, this week's guest on Joe Rogan Experience was Elon Musk. Yeah, I saw. I didn't. Uh, I didn't catch the episode, but I Dude, did see. It's so that guy is so smart. I'm, like I've never. Like I've. I've listened to Bill Gates speak in. Yeah. For long, you know, like I, yeah, I've but watched it's scary. Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking was very. Stephen Hawking. Elon Musk remind me of Stephen Hawking in that Stephen Hawking, when he would talk, he would realize that he's talking to people that aren't quite, first of all, as knowledgeable. I mean, he's yeah. a master physicist, right? There's nobody possibly in the history of humanity that that has grasped and learned as much about physics as Stephen Hawking did. But I found when he talked, uh, he would he would dumb it down for people a little bit sometimes, you know? Right. Stephen Hawking, he would be like, so this theory that we're talking about, it's like, so that we can kind of relate. Elon Musk is a master at it, and you could see him, just put it this way, just watching him. After two hours, I was tired. I needed to take a nap after watching him talk to Joe Rogan for two hours. I'm just like, this guy is so knowledgeable about so many things. Yeah. And then there's things that he doesn't know about, and he... He's just like, well, I don't, like he, he, it's like the aliens. They started talking about aliens and he's like, I looked into it. 
briefly and I saw enough to know that there's no fucking proof. There's no proof of aliens, right. you know, like, you know. So he moved on. So Joe Rogan, well, did you see this? Did you see that? He's like, no, I don't look at any of it because it's yeah, a waste reasonable. of my time. My time is worth something, you yeah. know what I mean? Sounds reasonable. Uh, but then when he would talk about things that he does know about, I'm like, what the fuck? How do you know all these things? Because he's my age. He's exact. He's one year older than I am. Yeah. But he, he's, yeah. he's like more knowledgeable about geology than most geologists. Yeah. Probably most geology professor. Physics. Ubisoft. Wow. See, the guy is a fucking chemistry. The guy is a fucking master. See, auto design. They gave him an honorary doctorate in auto design from some place because he designed the first uh, roadster for tesla based on the lotus i think he bought lotus just so no that that's not the- i wa- i watched a thing i'll send you the link he didn't even found tesla it was two guys that that founded tesla two other like two engineers and then they later pitched tesla to elon musk after he 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 got was doing paypal yeah, and he was already yeah. doing SpaceX. So when he got rid of PayPal, he went over, he, he started SpaceX. That was his first thing. And he was like trying to buy rockets. I looked it up after because they mentioned that he was trying to buy rockets from Russia. And he did. He ended up buying, I, I read about that too. He went to Russia and bought rockets and all that stuff from the military and all that shit. So he's into some like shady things to acquire the stuff that he needs to do to get done. I mean, he is like he's not a person that like cares about regulation or laws. He just wants to do what he wants to do, so he'll go after it. Yeah, and these the two guys. To hear him talk, he, he's like how do? But it sounds like he's a little like I'll send you the link. These two guys, I think it was NBC, uh, MSNBC did like a thing. I think it was that they did a, a interview. It's on YouTube with these two guys who were the original. Uh, they're the ones, the original founders of Tesla, and the and guy they don't wanted. Work there anymore? No, they sold their. They still have their shares, but he became the. Uh, te- um, Elon became CEO, and I think one of them got pushed out, and the other one kind of left afterwards, or whatever. They're still part. Like they still have sh- a ton of shares, but they're not. They're no longer like part of the company. Involved. Yeah, right. but they started it because one of the guys. What did they sell? Oh, they both invented. I think the first Kindle, like the the e ebook, ah. they invented that, and then they the guy wanted to use when he got paid out for it. He wanted to have like a sports car, an electric sports car, and nobody made a nice electric sports car. Huh. And and it was pretty interesting to hear him. They both like you know sought out companies that were making electric cars, and they talked to a few. They were going to buy one. They ended up buying another a company. And uh, and they turned that company into Tesla. They took they huh. they they took the they went to Lotus. They did all that. That was them. But Elon well, Musk talks rights, about it like uh, the he's the founder. Lotus he's, Lotus Designs. Yeah. But uh, anyway, like but, you yeah. say, he does he does seem a little bit. Just to hear him talk, he sounds a little bit like evil genius. But you know, like most in the there's such a grandeur to some evil geniuses like yes yeah. we're gonna have to kill people and they, i don't like his often, evil genius though i, I understand mo- what you're saying though but often in the movies the evil genius seems to lose sight of what right. is after like they always say like uh it, it, to really make it simple the thanos in uh, avengers okay in his mind, all this killing is to make the future better, right? Like to, because clearly all of life in the universe is not cherishing life and cherishing the resources. Whatever. So we'll kill everybody yeah. and we'll start anew with a more purest uh, moral. But the, like, dude, you're going to kill trillions of beings to 
see like what's the that's not to yeah. kill innocence for the future of other innocents isn't it's illogical so most evil genius in these in the, the cinema or whatever they they uh seem to lose sight of what it is they're supposed to be doing in the first place which is making better things better yeah uh where elon musk i don't feel has done that but he definitely feel like the smartest guy in the room like if you watch walk into a the a senate committee hearing he definitely looks around the room and like you guys are total fucking idiots but i Your think that's arrogance more than anything no i think it's yeah see that i think it's justified arrogance i, he does I know mean more than them uh, I don't know if he knows more. It was even like, remember when there was those uh, Chilean uh, miners or whatever that were yeah. stuck and he got in the hot water because like everyone that was working on it to get them out was like, shut the fuck up. Because he was like, well, we're going to come in there and build some machine that can just go into there and into the tunnel. And 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 again, it turned out to just be, so what he, he does is he's good at like publicity for himself. Even I read a thing last week about um, his Bitcoin purchase. Apparently his yeah. Bitcoin purchase, he bought 1.5, what is it, billion? Billion, yeah. Bitcoin, because, yeah. Uh, who is it? Some rich, another rich person, not like a Warren Buffett, but one of those like really wealthy people that knows the ins and outs of this kind of world, said he basically just did it as a distraction uh, from the media because China was putting regulate, like he was in, something was going on with him and uh, Tesla and China was like questioning Tesla's integrity and, and uh, yeah. all that stuff. So there was like a big news story in China about Tesla. So in order to keep that out of the eyes of North America or the rest of the world, he just bought $1.5 billion of Bitcoin so that the news story just goes, Elon Musk invested $1.5 in Bitcoin. Then everybody mm. starts talking about Bitcoin and totally forgets that Tesla is actually in some hot water in China. That's all it is, which I get well, it. It's like, you know, you got to do these things. That's why he is where he is. He's a mastermind at manipulation in a way of like, and all good CEOs are. I mean, that's what your yeah. job is. Your job is right. to like take, not make the company look bad in any way, try to keep it positive, try to keep the narrative to whatever you want it. And that's it. So that's, I guess that's, he's, I used to think he was like a brilliant person too. I mean, he's definitely smart. He's not a moron. He's a brilliant person, but I think he uses, I don't, dude, what I like, I, you, I, I did a joke on this. I have a joke in my album. I think it's on it about Elon Musk. Basically when you're in LA, like everything is fucking regulated. Dude, your registration, I got to pass emission tests. Uh, you know, you, you pay this extra fee for recycling and all this extra shit you're paying all the time to help the planet. And then Elon Musk is literally 20 kilometers away firing a rocket every week into space filled with satellites, you know, that so he can yeah. pump it. And you're like, well, what the fuck is this? Why am well, I? Some of, them, some of them are filled with nothing because they assume, like, they're testing these they're rockets. They're just testing. So they, they assume that the rocket's going to explode, so they don't want to put an expensive satellite in it. And, you dude, know, and they're launching saying. them right over, they, they launch right over downtown L.A. And you're like, I don't, like, why are we all, and L.A. is completely polluted the air is the worst air quality of i think in all yeah. of the u.s uh it's terrible it's so bad for you 111 days i think it was uh in like 2019 were unhealthy to breathe for human consumption the air yeah. quality in la and this guy's yeah. just firing rockets every week so it's like i get he's a he is a very smart person but 
Yeah, I don't give There's a much. cost for progress. He he discussed a little bit of that. He yeah. discussed literally uh, uh, government regulation, progress. like AI, for instance. Should there yeah. be a governing body that controls how he scares AI me, I think. can get? I think, he's, I think he scares me is what it is because nobody's really regulating him and he has so much money in the world that he can do what he wants. Like he opened when California was shut down. They weren't supposed to open for COVID reasons right at the start. He just opened his yeah. factory and he was like, Good, yeah. stop me. But yeah. you can't. You can't stop a guy that's more... They're richer than the United States of America. That one person yeah. has more money than the entire country. So like, at what, don't you question that at a certain point and go, wait a second. So basically, this guy can run our country. He can just take it over if he wants or do... It's weird, right? That we have people that... We're, billion, we're people that rich. Like, how? when did this start? That, like, there's that many people that are richer than countries? Yeah. Remember we remember like 10 years ago, we're like, man, I wish I could get a million dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now yeah. it's like... A million dollars is like peanuts. It's crazy. I actually went on the, uh, for, I forget why I ended, oh, because I, I did a search for something about myself. Fuck, I forget what it was. Because somebody <laughs> said, did you see this thing? Somebody wrote this about you. Or, I don't know. I forget what. But anyway, one of when I put there, oh, I did Derek Segan, and then it was like, you people also search for Derek Segan wife, Derek Segan net worth. So I started clicking on them. Like, why are people searching for my wife? That's fucking weird. And then Derek Segan net worth, and it was very incomplete. Like, it was bare bones <laughs> net worth, you know, celebrity net worth dot com. They, <laughs> it was yeah. like my Wikipedia page have like whatever a hundred word on it. I don't know who did it. Yeah. Um, but on the Wikipedia, my birth my birth year is wrong. On celebrity net worth, my birth year is right. Um, but they don't know. It says we uh, month birthday unknown or whatever. But yeah. it, it said my net worth is a million dollars. Yeah, I'm like. Fuck, I'm surprised when you did. I'm surprised when like you go to Derek Sage's net worth. It doesn't like a, a, one of those like boxes just pop up and it's like you yeah. owe us one hundred and seventy five thousand. Yeah. Or one of one of those Equifax <laughs> Two, things. Yeah. Like check your credit score here. <laughs> yeah. You now owe money for Derek Sege because you're trying to look up his net worth. If you see yeah. him, let us know. If you let see him, know. he owes us money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let, let him know he owes us this much money. Clearly, if you're looking for that, he must owe you money. He owes us. Yeah. Get in line. Get in the, the line. Start back here. <laughs> That's all it says when you Google Derek Sege net worth. It just says, get in line. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I shouldn't oh, have talked about that life insurance policy. There's going to be injunctions from creditors trying to become benefactor of my life insurance policy. Oh, man. That's hilarious. I wonder if they could do that. Could you, you think that's a thing in Canada? No, or, I don't no, know. Man. That's Jesus. The, when, when my dad passed, uh, he owed money, but the life insurance settlement is untouchable by them. So okay. I didn't have to pay his debts, but I did have to. I had to. Um, like give out. I had whatever. to renounce his estate. Yeah. Because it it owed more money than it had. Like he had a hundred dollars yeah. in the bank, but he had fifteen thousand dollars in debt. Yeah. Which, in retrospect, I wish I hadn't done. That was pretty. My mom consulted me, and I don't know. I and I was yeah. a kid, right? I was twenty, whatever, twenty six or 27 yeah um, wow. and i like you know you're afraid of the law and so in renouncing yeah. his estate i wasn't technically i wasn't allowed to take any of his things like uh 
a shoebox of letters. Uh, it's a, uh, yeah. a photo album. I was technically not even allowed to do that, but I did. I snuck those out, but I was so scared, right? I'm like, right. oh my God, I'm not even supposed to take anything. I'm supposed to just leave it all. And then I asked the, there's a, uh, a, a civil servant position that's in charge of liquidating people's estates to try yeah. to get money that's owed. And so I, you know, went there and they said, no, you have to file a letter. And so I requested when you do the auction, I would love to come to the auction, maybe buy some of my dad's things, you know, some yeah, clothes yeah. or some yeah. things that I, w I would have liked to have of his. Yeah, you don't want to pay they 15 just, grand for it. They, yeah. they just did it. And they said, and I, when I saw that it was liquidated already, I'm like, what the fuck? I asked uh. to be notified. And they're like, we did the, the uh, due process. We put an ad in the newspaper uh, yeah. saying liquidation of estate. And I'm like, well, I don't read the fucking yeah, see the the fucking uh, Verdun yeah, éclair or whatever the, the fuck it is. See, uh, and I was so upset, and it just it felt wrong to just leave my dad, like walk away from my dad's things, his car. Like it would have been nice to have his car. His car had no brakes. The muffler was dead. It was a fucking 2000, uh, 1988 uh, Mercury Sable. And, oh, he died wow. in two, and he died in 2000. So, I mean, it was... Yeah. But it would have been nice to have my dad's car, yeah. see? Or, and at auction, it probably sold for $400 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, if, I if that, yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyway, I, I, it's a regret that I have. Like, I have one bag of his things, and that's it. And some, you know, pictures that I already had in my... Anyway, it was yeah. just... Uh, so, yeah, that is tough. a thing, though. But the life insurance become untouchable to creditors, so... Yeah, it's tough when you're young too, man, when you're that age. Yeah, and you so yeah, and I'm trusting people that are advising me, like my mom yeah. was saying, you know, it's not worth it. And now she, I guess she never calculated that simple, stupid things would have been, would have meant something to me, you know, like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And now I also know that those people don't give a shit. If I would have left with his washer dryer, it's right. that much less shit for their guys to load into a truck. Say that's, yeah. He had nothing that was valuable. Like I, I, I literally could have taken anything I wanted and no one would care. Yeah. But at the time they said they gave me the rule when I called the, I forget what they're called, the, the liquidator general or the, I, I forget, but it's liquidator a liquidator general, a city. Yeah. It's a city official of some kind. And <laughs> he was like reading a card saying, you may not touch anything of the estate. Everything must be left in the estate. Otherwise. Wow. Uh, you're forsaking your renouncement of the, 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 the so I got scared I'm like this sounds very official and so I didn't take anything wow I took one thing I gave it to Chad Chad was like we're, Chad came to my dad's house with me to you know just to say yeah, goodbye kind stuff. of and he's like uh, uh, oh this is a cool radio and I'm like yeah fucking take it just go put it in your car quick no one you know it's, it's not like there was any inventory right. done yeah <clears throat> but I was just afraid to walk out of there. People say, hey, yeah, we saw them walking out with boxes. I, I was afraid. I was yeah. just afraid. And in retrospect, as an adult, I realized no one would have given a fuck. Yeah. Like they would have, I'm sure the people in that department would have rather I take all his clothes. And, right. Yeah. Things I that mean, they're no, not going to, no that value stuff, to yeah, for exactly. money. They're just going to like put it in one giant container and auction the whole thing off, kind of, I guess. Right. They're not exactly. going to auction off each pair of pants or. Exactly. Ugh, yeah, it's uh, it's tough, man. Life ain't easy yeah. when you're getting to that point in life. When you got to deal with like a family member's death or something like that, it's fucking hard. And then you don't always make the best decisions, of course, because you're stressed and life and stressed. But and I think you did the best you could, man. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, 
I know you yeah. probably wish, but yeah, I think you handled it pretty well for the age you were and the, the things yeah. that you're going through. That's pretty crazy. And to make that decision too, especially you're making that call, like you're stressed out about your father and you got to make that call, whether we want to pay or that's a lot, man. It's a lot on someone's plate. Yeah. It's crazy. Life, life, buddy. Life. It's so weird. I know it's fucking weird. Meanwhile, your kids are stealing all your stuff while you're podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> you should no, actually tell not. them right now just start <laughs> just, storing it all <laughs> store it away that goes here's the thing anything that goes wrong in the house or goes missing i always assume it's them <laughs> and then you know and then I, <laughs> and now i the one time i lose my temper about it oh shit no that was me. <laughs> sorry so uh, but like you know when it is them do you think they apologize no they just pretend that's the other thing they do lie about it all the time like what happened here we don't well, know. Well, they don't want to get in shit, man. Another mystery, see? And sometimes they probably just grabbed it. They're probably like, yeah, I'm going to go listen to some music. I can't find my thing. Let me just grab dad's for now. And then it's, they didn't mean to. And then dad's no, things furious. things get broken, though. Like, I'll yeah. go away for a day or two and come back and things are broken. Or like the freezer. was Andy left the freezer open all night, so everything thawed out <laughs> in the freezer. Oh, God. Uh, but she'll be like, no, that wasn't me. That was, you know, I don't know what happened. It's always, I don't No one knows anything. <laughs> Things get broken and fucking, <laughs> but uh, this time, yeah. and I don't always lose my temper. I just roll my eyes, but this time I lost my temper, and it turns out I was wrong about fucking, I jumped the gun with the blame game. Well, what are you going to do, buddy? It's okay. He'll get over anyway, it. And again, I feel like people are going to worry. Lose my temper just means I was like throwing out a lot of tabernacle and I punched the fucking, uh, the pantry, but it re- it, I didn't hit anybody. Reese didn't get hurt. I'm just, I was just like, this is bullshit. I'm sick of this. I'm blah, that kind of thing. And then I went and apologized, which I shouldn't have. I know now I shouldn't have, but it's that's just my generation of parents. We have to apologize to our children and tell them how proud you are of it. And like Jamie was telling me the other day, this is how influenceable I am by my own children. <laughs> I always tell my children, any fucking minuscule little achievement that they have, I'm like, I'm so proud of you. That's so good. You could be anything you want. All that kind of stuff that, you know, we, our generation of parents do. Yeah. But Jamie was saying that she was listening to something or reading something that instead of say, saying, I'm proud of you or I'm the, you, what psychologists have found, instead of saying, I'm proud of you, saying, you must be very proud of yourself. That is very good. You, sh- you, you must really be feeling good about yourself right now. Cause uh. that's the thing. It's like a, Reinforce their uh, own feelings. Self-worth doesn't come from other people. Like Angela often yeah. will say, treat yourself, because she have, she have some, she struggled with a little bit of uh, self-esteem and thing like that. So she often w- will read about how to, you know, how to fix that. Yeah. So, uh, good for her. She's on Feel a, a better about yourself. Thing. But yeah, treat yourself. The, the, so the basic message is treat yourself how you would treat your best friend. Right. So like if you're looking in the mirror and you're like, oh my God, I look, ugly today or i look fat today yeah. if your best friend said that i mean this is a chick example but so yeah, i wouldn't do that like if you look you, know, you always mirror, tell me like, i look like shit anyways yeah yeah that's it god i'm like that's that you're giving me a girl example because yeah. girl like if your girl girl's best a girl's best friend would be like oh my god i look so fat today the girl will automatically be like are you crazy you're beautiful you you're look so beautiful. beautiful today dudes are like you're that dude would look in the mirror and be like oh i don't i look ugly today and i'd be like yeah you're fucking ugly you yeah. douchebag fucking punch you in the shoulder that's how we <laughs> but the example is still good if you were in a real crisis you know i would be there for you yeah but when we're in a crisis we just shit on ourselves more and it's a good it's a good message it's weird so, it's weird it is interesting you know sorry go ahead finish 
It's it's just weird that I'm taking parenting advice from my children. It's like, well, what the fuck? That's what, funny. What have I become? See, that's so funny. Now I actually found myself doing it. Reese, yeah. <laughs> Reese did a math quiz, whatever, and he did. It. He said, "I think I did pretty good." And he's like, "And I was." <laughs> Jamie was in my head. And I'm like, "Well, you must be very proud of yourself. That's very good. Your work has been very paying off. You must feel really. Good. You should feel really good about yourself, son. I'm proud of you, and you should be proud of yourself." And I'm doing putting Jamie. Anyway, was he just, I'm just like, doing my best? Everybody, Dad, I'll just say what, yes. What I, lost, I lost, I lost my temper in front of my 20 year old son, and then apologize for it uh, because it wasn't his fault. But if it was his fault, I should stick to it, and there should be more. I haven't given my children enough consequences in in their life. I feel, and no. that's why this generation is so mumun. You know what I mean? It's a fucking mumun. I, I was, I was, we were talking about that the other day. I was, cause I was thinking about how the world is today and how we are very, like, you know, you got to be nice and all this stuff. And I feel like it's because everyone goes to therapy a lot now. Like, mm. therapy's a thing, like, it's, it's common practice for people now. Like, everybody goes to therapy almost. It feels like our generation has, and they, it feels like other generations didn't go to therapy. It was like taboo to go to therapy. Right. And now we're kind of like introducing the way that therapy works where like, you you know, like therapy, a big thing with therapy is like, you know, tell, tell me how it makes you feel. Not like I'm fucking, uh, you know, like what you did pissed me off. It's like, no, don't say what they did piss you off. Tell right. them that it didn't make you feel good. Yeah, but yeah. it's like I don't even know it's how to all... go about that because I'm like I feel I feel like what you did pissed me off is what I really want to say, <laughs> but it's like it's... the world nowadays is kind of like that's we're implementing that into our lifestyle today, and the world is a dog eat dog place. Like it's nice yeah. if we're gonna make Canada and America a little bubble, and like Europe, we're gonna have this little bubble of being nice, and but the rest of the world isn't living like that. So you will get eaten alive when you get out of, you know, your bubble of being comforted all the time. So yeah. you kind of need some of that to like, you need that to make you rough around the edges and be able to, you know, put a shoulder out in case someone's coming at you. You you, you need to it's have almost, a little bit. Yeah. The progress humanity has made has made but us that's, yeah. more less able to cope with real things. Yes. Like, it's, everyone has we anxiety still, now. Everyone had to work work the earth and grow their own food and raise their own yeah. meat and see there was no time to think about suicide right. or those that hurt my feelings and right we were too busy trying to just stay alive yeah so yeah it's like you read the we've new become we've yeah. become soft we've become very soft but i think it's because we go to therapy more and we're implementing we should talk to each other like that i don't think that's a bad thing to like be nicer to each other but also no, understand either. That when you just meet a complete stranger on the street, they might not talk to you very nice. So yeah. it might kill you if you've never had to deal with a shitty person. And often is, therapy will validate those feelings. Like, that hurt my feelings. Well, that, that is reasonable. <laughs> Poor you. <laughs> yeah. I don't, uh, like, I get it. I think it's a good thing to practice between your friends and, like, you know, being nice to people. But also be weary because the world is a shitty place. It could get dark and it could be dangerous. And like, man, we were watching things. Uh, oh, there's some pretty good documentaries on Netflix and there's like LA, they were showing like LA and that, and we were talking about how, like when you're in LA, the difference, like you're not worried here. Like you go walk on the street, you're not worried, but like you can be right. anywhere in LA, man. And there's like a car, just someone's hammered or on pills 
and they just come flying off the street and wipe you out on the sidewalk or someone's, you know, on their, off their meds and they're just like roaming the streets and there's homeless and there's gangs and well, there's so many crazy things. The whole world is candy. Yeah. Crazy. There was a drive-by shooting in Montreal last week where yeah, a 15-year-old yeah. girl got shot. That's yeah. terrible. Yeah, Montreal's not uh, not doing good. And I don't want to get dark, but yeah, it's a, it seems like it's a trend in this country when the real estate prices start flying off the shelf. They start going we crazy. All, it seems yeah. like there's a lot of gang violence that starts to follow. Well, yeah, I feel humanity is getting more and more self-absorbed. The individual is more... And so I think if there's a message that I'm feeling, even down to bringing it back to the Elon Musk conversations, yeah, we all need to be more mindful of others. If we truly spend more time thinking about other people and other people's feelings uh, and treat them as we would ourselves, so that one of these Bible messages, like we're not very Bible-y people, but that's one Bible message, treat other people as you would want to be treated, not necessarily how you are treated. Because often that's that's so much the human reaction instinct now. Yeah. Is that somebody was mean to me, so I'm going to be fucking mean to somebody yeah. else, not even necessarily the person that treated you like shit. You just adapt what you hate about one person. You somehow, yeah. people, humanity seems to be adapting that as their own personality type. Like fucking be bitchy because somebody was bitchy to me when I was five or whatever. I'm going to be a... So I think... Yeah, the message behind the uh, Bacon No Bacon podcast this week, brought to you by the Comedy Comedy Here Often. Comedy Here Often. Is be nice. Be as nice as we can. Um, Again, I I worry about the stupidest. I got a a negative comment on one of my YouTube things, and I had to. Oh, yeah? I couldn't help it. I I read it. I had 80. There was something like 80 positive comments, one negative comment, and over the three years that it's been online. And I it fucking I came back to it an hour later. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> and then I deleted that and wrote something more tongue in cheek, sarcastic, because <clears throat> it was something like classless. I can't believe that they've hired this guy to be the show for a, a children's hospital fundraiser. It's classless or just really shitty. Wow, really? And I was like, I got to stop what? writing those messages. Yeah, thanks. But uh, anyway, and I I responded sarcastically and shared it, and people were, and then I felt like uh, this sound like a total call for compliments, and I'm like, ah, that's not why I did it. I was just annoyed. But we have to see more. Take in the positive, let the negative wash off our our backs like uh, water off a duck's back, and be kind. Just be kind when we can. Don't take the the unkindness of one person and let it ruin our day and make us therefore be in a bad mood and therefore more prone to being unkind we should really be more kind and i starting with myself like again losing my temper earlier what are you fucking mr rogers all of a sudden setting my son see sometimes i'm not as nice to angela as i could be because you know whatever she does one thing that get on my nerves and then i'm i'm put off for like three days this must be part of the midlife crisis yeah, I, I might be in something. This is where you start apologizing for all the things But is it done. a crisis, though, or is it a rebirth? See? Like, I'm always worried. <laughs> I've been so worried. Pay off the house. Pay my bills. Uh, see, there's no money coming in. That gets me stressed. Therefore, makes me more yeah. irritable. Yeah. Fuck it all. You know what I mean? I want... And, oh, David Pride. I drove to, to Toronto with David Pride. So we That's had why six you're hours. in good spirits. David Pride, man. <laughs> six hours there, six hours good back. Good dude. You know how it is. You and I have the benefit of talking to each other at least once a week, but it's for the benefit yeah. of other people. So we talk to each other a little differently than we would driving in the car to Sudbury, for instance. Right. Uh, 
camaraderie with a comedian it's great in that we could say anything and it's and we're often you know especially like dave pride i've known dave pride for 30 years yeah so um it was a good talk but he you know he thought he's an intelligent guy so he was talking about a book that you know be wary of what you want or what you think you want because often it's not actually what you wanted and we right. both we're sharing examples so right now i feel like i want a, a house in the bush with water and the do it buddy like, do but he's like do you though because now i'm thinking about right. it i have a house now that right. i can't keep up with the maintenance i'm for six months now I've been laboring over I want to redo the bathroom and every time I go to start the project I'm like oh I don't have enough money and it's going to be this where do I start I don't you know it's am I taking on too much and if I hire somebody I for sure can't afford it yeah. but if I do it myself I could fuck it up and then you know end up halfway through and realize I don't have the money it's all a lot of it's money fear of lacking money and for my you know as a parent you fear not just for yourself but for the kid and what am I leaving the kid like the life insurance thing say I'm yeah. always but when it come down to it, I've made it through a year almost of pandemic, uh, making very little money, and yet look, I still have food. There's a I I, I bought a freezer. Yeah, look at all that fucking I have more KD food than I had before. <laughs> um, so no, I know what you mean, buddy. When it come to the the cottage, yeah, you know, I, I might buy it and then discover this isn't what I wanted at all. This has doubled my level of stress about home maintenance. Well, so I have the, two homes yeah. now to maintain. I think I think the important thing is to know that if you would go to a cottage, it's to downsize, like to not have more more of a bigger house, a smaller house, more of the outdoors is what you're going to enjoy, as opposed to living in the city. Right. The taxes you're paying, you're paying higher taxes, you know, all that stuff that comes with living where you live. It's a lot cheaper to live in a smaller place, right? And improving and this place, what, yeah. improving this house, yeah. I look at it more like an investment because, like I said, my kids don't want to go to the country. I can't sell this house yeah. to go live in the country. They don't want that. And I'm a suck of my generation of parent that will be manipulated by our kid. And they're like, oh, whatever you want then. So my plan right now is to keep this place. Yeah. Plus, plus this place is increasing in value. It's, it's a, this yeah. is a good investment. It's really the only thing I have. Mm-hmm. Into, if I ever I'm going to retire, if I do live to old age, this place will be the equity that allows me to continue living. Chip yeah, reverse mortgage, my it. friend. Hmm? Let me talk to you about the chip reverse mortgage, Derek. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we should. But the uh, plan right now for uh, Emily and Derek that sent us that—that's perfect property because I could co- have enough equity in this house to borrow it out yeah. of this house and buy that place outright, and then continue paying a mortgage here. See, um, and the, meanwhile, this place continue to hopefully, yeah, uh, build more equity than the mortgage payment, uh, say, the interest on the mortgage for it. Yeah. So eventually I'll own this place, the cottage. I'll own the cottage outright. And this place, you know, in five years will be worth, you know, close to a million dollars. So sell it, have a million, go live there. Yeah. But maybe after owning that for two years, I've been there twice over two years. It's I get there. It's all there's squirrels living inside the sea, and you know maybe who knows. David brought up a good point that what we think we want isn't is often not what we actually will make us happy. Yeah, that's something a good point. To think about something, something to, to think about. about. Like I used to think the example I gave him. Like I used to think I want to have my own sitcom or be the star of my own film. Yeah. And then as I got older, I'm like I don't think I want that. Like. Ugh. I do really well at the level I am now, basically unknown except to, you know, 
diehard Canadian comedy fans. Yeah. Like I can go to the grocery store. No one knows who I, I don't know if I could deal with that kind of fame. Right. You see so many people deal with fame badly. It makes them fucking. Yeek. Yeah. Um, so I, as I've gotten older, I'm like my, my goals, my, my fantasies have become much more modest. Like there was a time Angela and I broke up about six years ago for a year or for six months or something. And I was like, I need to clear my head. And I, maybe that was my midlife crisis because I'm like, I need to just get away and I'm going to... I think so I you go through multiple. One ticket, one, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have a crisis every two or three months. Uh, but I bought a ticket to to go to Cuba and I'm going to sit on the beach and I'm going to write. I'm going to write a whole film or I'm going to write a book or whatever. And I, in my mind, when I'm saying this is what I want to do and I want to... I was visualizing this thing that doesn't fit my personality. In my mind, I was visualizing myself sitting in a cafe in Havana in a linen suit and a fedora, writing my memoirs while sipping expensive tequila and smoking a cigar. And then I get to Cuba. Turns out I'm fucking borderline agoraphobic when I'm alone. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> super anxious, uh, social anxiety. But I barely left my hotel room for the first three days I was there because I was shy and I'm by myself. What a loser. See? So turn it was a great it was eye opening. Yeah, but David you know what is you, that, that we you don't, wouldn't have known if you didn't try though. I suppose. That's the other I, side of the coin. Is that if It was a terrible trip, but it, I did always, learn a lot about myself. If you're always questioning the fact that like, oh, I don't know, maybe this isn't exactly what I really wanted. Nobody knows what they really want. You kind of just go through trying and then Things that work out and they stick and you enjoy it, they stick and, they, and then you keep going. Yeah. I, so you don't, you don't, I mean, there's two sides of it. You could look at it as, as that too, like what David's saying. I, I understand. But then again, if you're always thinking, second guessing yourself and going, well, maybe it's not what I want, then you'll never try anything different. Yeah. You got to well, try different. Once you've done it once, you, the, that's the other key to it is learn. Like keep right. your mind learn, open yeah. to learn about Fucking yourself. Learn, and yeah. What, yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah, learn from your mistakes. That's a big one. Yeah. People don't. Anyways, buddy, what do we? Are we getting deeper? Do you want to get no, deep? No, we're good. I think we we hit the hour. I think yeah, we're <laughs> insufferable enough as it is. We're not going to start doing the three-hour Joe Rogan experience. We can get thing, deep. Uh, but, all uh, right, buddy. Well, this we're going to start uh, guests. I think we need to start including yeah. guests in this uh, yeah. process. Yeah. People. Yeah. You're going to have Maybe a fun time. Take us on a different, different angle. Different. Uh, you know. Let's try it. Yeah, Gotta sure. Figure out the technology first, but uh, certainly it would be much easier if we had a budget, and then if we could be together, and then just have one person like hire, be able to hire a switcher, say a director, to be able to go camera one, Abdul, camera two, there. Man, camera I wish guest, it. Yeah, it sounds like a wide shot. So like a four camera setup, but we're not there yet. But maybe, maybe a call we, in. Listen, maybe just buddy. an audio, an audio guest. See? Yeah, that would be cool. Me and you uh, like this, but there's a audio component, like a well, radio show or a, a call in. Fox I'll and Friends. Talk to the people at uh, Chip Reverse Mortgage and see if they want to sponsor us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they can get us in. <laughs> All right, buddy. Good chat. Good chat. Oh, I'm doing my show tonight. This isn't. Are we doing this today? Are we putting it out today? Uh, probably tomorrow. All right. But well, there you go. Later too late. or tonight. Like, It'll probably come out. But I'm happy I, to I mean, say Panderic Volume time. Eight. Panderic Volume Eight. We're coming up on. Uh, I think we're at about 300 people. That's awesome. People man. are going to be tuning in. It's done well. There no like able like way to watch it after. Like, would you keep it on if people want to buy it and watch the show after? Yeah, it, the, it stays. It stays on YouTube 
and the, you can get the link by buying it online. But if you just send me an email, if you're interested in seeing the show, I'll send it to you for free because there you're you a, podca- a podcast listener. Podcast listener. You watch it. Unless it's terrible. If I don't let you watch it, it means I fucking shit the bed and it was awful. It's a horrible <laughs> show. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it'll be great. As always, you're a funny guy. You're good. Uh, enjoy it. Have a good time. Thanks, and, buddy. Uh, we'll see you next week, buddy. We'll chat it up. Keep our spirits up, everybody. I'm sure we're going to get through this COVID thing in 2021. I'm sure. I like how I'm you're sure. very, you leave I mean, a little bit of uh, changing I'm sure for the we better. Will. I'm, I think we'll, there'll be, we may not be completely out fucked, of it. But I'm but sure we'll, we'll get be, out of it. It'll, things will start to ease, ease up a bit. The restriction, I think, will ease up and we're going to be on the road to recovery. No, it's going to stay like, like this before, forever and you're all going to have to watch Bacon No Bacon uh, for the rest of your lives. This is all you're getting. But like we, we've said, the world will be forever different now, I think. Like there's definitely going to be people that will be wearing masks for the rest of their days now so but i think i feel like it's going to ease up keep your spirits up yeah continue to be diligent summer's almost here (laughs) follow the measures and uh be nice to each other be nice to each other above all else even people that are you know a fucking guy won't wear a mask yeah just let's all be nice to each other we're all just trying to make it through this little good point buddy go fuck yourself have a good day Cheers. See you, everybody. (laughs) Later, man.